an asshole celebration And they're all out on the street See them on the sidewalk Oh, hear them shuffling feet That's 20,000 assholes Doing asshole promenade Step aside, good people There's the assholes on parade Got the assholes for freedom, the assholes for fun, the assholes for Jesus, and the assholes for guns, assholes for justice, assholes for crime, assholes for assholes, assholes for all time. making money, they're making all the rules, they're taking all our jobs and they're filling up our schools, assholes on the water, assholes in the sky, the sign that says help wanted, only assholes need apply. Assholes on Parade by Timbuk3 off of some of the best of Timbuk3 Field Guide. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast on political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you, so if you like what you hear or if you don't like what you hear, email me at polyrical at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Polyrical and check out the website polyrical.com. I am going to break with my traditional format for this episode. This episode is going to include more music and perhaps less speaking. Uh, This is music inspired by the assholes on parade recently in Charlottesville, Virginia, and is dedicated to their victims to DeAndre Harris, 
to Heather Hare, to the other victims in Charlottesville, and to all the victims of white supremacists, KKK, and Nazi assholes in the United States and around the world. These are our domestic terrorists here in the U.S., and we need to uh, treat them as such. So up next here is Bo Burnham off the album Bo Burnham with Clan Cookout. You guys seem like you're on my side, right? Right? All right, let's change that. Grab a seat, have something to eat, help yourself, it's all right. If you want a beer, they're over here, but we only got Coors Light. Try a chip with my homemade dip, the stuff is out of sight. Right before bed, we'll shave your head, good thing you're dressed in white. Cause it's a clan cookout. Cause it's a clan cookout, yeah. Here's my wife slash sister, she brightens up my day She went away and I missed her, cause my mom's a lousy lay Don't hang with foreign fellows, it'll only be your loss Stay here and roast marshmallows by the burning cross At the clan cookout, just the black people <laughs> Clan cookout Dan's on the lookout at the clan. And if you're black, don't want to see your face. They're like a high school track, just a stupid race. We got a plan, kill all the Jews. Are you a Mexican? Because you seem confused, senor KKK. It's a clan cookout. It's a clan cookout. Mein Kampf, check that book out. At the clan cookout. All men are created equal. Man, that shit gets me pissed. Here's an idea for a sequel. Someone loses Schindler's List. I cook, I clean, cause I'm the hooded host. And on Halloween, I dress as a slave owner. We hate Hispanics, hence the 20-foot walls. And all you goddamn dirty Catholics can Catholic my balls. Ethnics give off weird aromas. And I can't understand why we need high school diplomas with the Bible in hand. At the Klan cookout, I have black friends. Uh, I was just kidding. <laughs> With that, I don't have black friends. Um, And there's nowhere left to run Are you weeping? Not sleeping? 
mode off their latest album spirit with the track scum up next we've got billy braggoff i don't try this at home with the few where he takes on british's british's england england's own version of these assholes on parade where this song has the line look out my country's patriots are hunting down below at night the baby brotherhood and the intercity crew fill their pockets up with calling cards and paint their faces red white and blue and then they go out seeking different colored faces and anyone else that they can scare they salute the foes their fathers by waving their right arms in the air. Now look out, my country's patriots are hunting down below. What do they know of England? Only England knows. From the stands of the Empire. 
Palladium Come the heralds of the new dark age With the simplicities of bigotry And to whom all the world's a stage These little John bullshits Know that the press will glorify their feet So that the general public fear them Authorities say, give them all seats And the wasted seed of the bulldog breed Is chanting, here we go What do they know of England? Only England know Our neighbours shake their heads to take their Countrymen pissing their fountains to express our national pride and to prove to the world that England is not as rotten as she looks. They repeat the lies that caught their eyes at school in history books. But the wars they think they're fighting were all over. Carries on the side. I look out my country's patriots are hunting down below. What do they know of England? What do they know of England? What do they know of England? Who only Pain in the
And that was the coup off their album Sorry to Bother You with You Are Not a Riot. And the Southern Poverty Law Center has been fighting against uh, white supremacist militias and KKK and Nazis in the U.S. for quite a long time. Uh, right after Charlottesville, they published 10 things you can do to help fight against these individuals. Number one, act. Do something in the face of hatred. Apathy will be interpreted as acceptance by the perpetrators, the public, and worse, the victims. Community members must take action. If we don't, hate persists. Number two, join forces. Reach out to allies from churches, schools, clubs, and other civic groups. Create a diverse coalition. Include children, police, and the media. Gather ideas from everyone and get everyone involved. Number three, support the victims. Hate crime victims are especially vulnerable. If you're a victim, report every incident in detail and ask for help. If you learn about a hate crime victim in your community, show support. Let victims know you care. Surround them with comfort and protection. Number four, speak up. Hate must be exposed and denounced. Help news organizations achieve balance and depth. Do not debate hate group members in conflict-driven forums. Instead, speak up in ways that draw attention away from hate toward unity. And number five, educate yourself. An informed campaign improves its effectiveness. Determine if a hate group is involved and research its symbols and agenda. Understand the difference between a hate crime and a biased incident. In the document that Southern Poverty Law uh, center released has a lot more detail about each of these steps so you can find out more at splcenter.org and I'll cover the last five in a few minutes but up next here is Bruce Coburn off the album Big Circumstance this song is called Gospel of Bond Bondage and it includes the lyrics Inbred for Purity and spoiling for a fight, another puppet of the new right.
with carts and wiretaps and shocks. Whose priests are all smoking guns and whose signs the double cross. side of the side that's right and not the right that justifies itself in terms of might least of all a bunch of neo-nazis running hooded through the night which may be why he's so conspicuously out of sight of the dawn Heroes of Cable Street, no pass around, no pass around. We fought the fascists to defeat, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Just like they did in the Second World War, no pass around, no pass around. We booted the Nazis out the door, and we'll 
again tomorrow. Victory, victory. We came in our hundreds and we won a victory. And we dumped the fascists in the trash of history. We'll do it again tomorrow. Like the punks and the rasters in the 70s No pass around, no pass around We fought the races on the streets And we'll do it again tomorrow Just like the people of Dagenham No pass around, no pass around We ran the fascists out of our town And we'll do it again tomorrow Hope not high, hope not high We came in our hundreds in the name of hope not high And we defeated the enemy at the gate We'll do it again tomorrow Victory, victory We came in our hundreds and we won a victory And we dumped the fascists in the trash of history In the trash of history And we'll do it again tomorrow Hey! And that was Billy Bragg off of Fight Songs with the Battle of Barking where we dumped the fascists in the trash bin of history exactly where they belong. Unfortunately, they did not stay there as we'll hear later on. They're out there burning houses down and peddling racist lies. Uh, that's coming up a little bit later. Before we get there, here is Boogie Down Productions off of the album Edutainment with the song Racist. I've been taught to respect my elders and behave. Even if when they were young they saw slaves. Truth and understanding is what I crave in the land of the thief. Home of the slave. Turn your page to a brief demonstration. Cause now in 90 is strictly information I'm giving. Teaching on a regular basis. Today's lecture is about the racist. We're not out to exaggerate or diss them, but show the symptoms and facts of racism. Understand the racist ain't equal. There's about five different types of racist people. First of the five different types of cases is the individual brought up racist. Here you have young men and women brought up in the great white way opinion. This opinion introduced by the parents of the civilized becomes transparent. A civilized man could look through the faces, make the analysis and see the racist. Number two case which all must hear is the individual racist out of fear. Here you have people that fear the African and conjure up new ways of trapping them. Number three is the unconscious racist. Not knowing they're racist, they invade the spaces. They say, I'm not a racist, I'm not a bigot, yet they allow it to go on and won't admit it. Number four is the money racist. The one that used the topics of sheer economics. They say, owning a business isn't for the black man. He don't want that, yet they went and took his land. Damn. Like a rock in a hard place You don't have your land yet This ain't your space America was built by every other race Except the European It runs this place 
what a waste America's doomed to be overthrown by the righteous real soon But last but not least racial prejudice is the black man speaking out of ignorance Whitey this and ching chow that is not how the intelligent man acts You can't blame the whole white race for slavery Cause this ain't the case A large sum of white people died with black Trying hard to fight racial attack The media wants you to think that no whites Really fought and died for civil rights But once we have a true sense of history You'll see this too is a mystery If black and white didn't argue the most They can clearly see the government screwing them both
was consolidated the album was friendly fascism and the song was white american male 91 the truth hurts part two here is chumbawamba off the album tub thumper with scapegoat
Why? They can knock out a bloody good tune. But what the f*** does that matter? Now I'm going to take my boys out onto the town. Thank you. And once again, that was Scapegoat by Chumbawamba. Everyone's looking for scapegoats. It's not only a factor of the extreme right and the white supremacists and the KKK and the Nazis in our country, but uh, those seeds are planted early and often in our society. Blame someone else. For them, it's, it, it raises to an extraordinary level of hatred for the Jews, the blacks, the Mexicans, for those other people, for the government, for those other people that are holding them down. There certainly are forces that impact them, like there are forces that impact all of us. But I think they, by far, are assigning blame in the wrong places and then taking that to uh, extraordinarily destructive hateful, violent, and uh, disgusting places. Here's what Utah Phillips has to say about assigning blame. See, today, well, let me put it this way. All of us assign blame in our own best interest, right? <laughs> well, if, a, if we assign blame in our own best interest, that means blame is relative. And if blame is relative, then one of the important functions in society becomes who controls the blame pattern. <laughs> Why is it that large bodies of workers, like in my country, assign blame downward to some welfare chiselers down at the bottom? You know, they say trying to get a little bit of something for nothing, and they never assign blame upward to the handful of big time chiselers at the top that get a whole lot of something for doing nothing at all. Well, that's because the blame pattern is manipulated. Sure, through the public school. You know, we, we give our kids over to that when we put them in public school. We, and then the public schools build in little automatic responses, levers and buttons. When they go into the labor force, you see, then the government reaches out through its media in every home and pushes those buttons and pulls those levers and elicits massive response for or against anything it chooses.
That was Billy Bragg and Wilco off the album Mermaid Avenue Volume 2. Mermaid Avenue is a multi-volume set where Billy Bragg and Wilco got uh, access to um, Woody Guthrie written words, written lyrics, written poetry, notebooks, etc. And put a lot of those written words into song where they maybe originally were intended to end up really great compilation or a great set of music uh, by Billy Bragg and Wilco with the Mermaid Avenue sets. Here is Chumbawamba. This is a song I alluded to earlier. They're out there burning houses down and peddling racist lies. Here is the day the Nazi died off the album Show Business. We taught it after the war, the Nazis vanished without a trace. But the Italians, the fascists, still dream of a master race. The history books they tell of their defeat in 45. But they all came out of the woodwork on the day the Nazi died. They say the prisoner of Spandau was a symbol of defeat. Was Hess remained in prison, then the fascists they were beat. So the promise of an Aryan world would never materialize. So why did they all come out of the woodwork on the day the Nazi died? The world is riddled with maggots, the maggots are getting fat. They're making a tasty meal of all the bosses and bureaucrats. They're taking over the boardrooms and they're fat and full of pride. And they all came out of the woodwork on the day the Nazi died. So if you meet with these historians, I'll tell you what to say. Tell them that the Nazis never really went away. They're out there burning houses down and peddling racist lies. And we'll never rest again until every Nazi dies.
anti-flag off the album the underground network with this machine kills fascists and up next we're going to hear the only good fascist is a very dead fascist by propagandi off of less talk more rock i do not espouse the killing of anyone or injuring or uh, harming of anyone at any time in our modern era i uh do understand the need to fight fire with fire during world war ii and other wars when the nazis were taking up arms against many people and were slaughtering people by the millions so i understand those sentiments in that way but i am uh nearly a pacifist i think violence should not be used uh, except perhaps in self-defense. That said, I was watching the a video of the Charlottesville march and some of the violence happening there, and specifically the attack on Dondre Harris, where four or five or more white supremacist Nazi thugs were beating Dondre Harris with poles and boards. And it did cross my mind that someone could shoot one of them in a self-defense situation and be justified. And, And I don't espouse that, but those feelings were there. It's like the battle that Utah Phillips talks about, about being a pacifist and uh, being armed to the teeth with the weapons of privilege in our society, white privilege, male privilege, uh, and fighting all the time against those proclivities, the proclivity for violence. We all have that within us, and it's how well we control that that I think... uh, helps determine who we are as people and who we are as human beings. So that said, here is the only good fascist is a very dead fascist. And I wouldn't be opposed to all fascists being dead. I would just prefer it happen by natural causes. Homophobes, Aryan nations and hammer skins. You can wear my nuts on your Nazi chins. I love a man in uniform. 
And just what exactly are the great historical accomplishments of your race that make you proud to be white? Capitalism? Slavery? Genocide? Sitcoms? This is your fucking white history, my friend. So why don't we start making a history worth being about and start fighting the real fucking enemy? Swastikas and clan robes. Sexist, racist, homophobes. This one's for the master race. My brown power ass in your white power face! Kill them all and let a Norse god sort them out! <laughs> I'm so tired of your lies And the evil things you're doing behind my back Are the crimes that you have never committed I doubt it sometimes I wonder when will you die You're insane, you are bad You wreck everything you touch And you're a sociopath There's one thing that everyone's wondering When will you die? School children stay at home Join us, and the band was They Might Be Giants, and the song was When Will You Die. Here's another song by Consolidated, also off of Friendly Fascism. This is our leader, and this is written in the the uh, time of George Bush. I think George Bush Sr., in fact, uh, but unfortunately applies all too well to our current leadership. The information he gets as president every morning. I relied heavily on advice from the American Nazi Party. And it changes. I don't care what the facts are. The Klansman as president. I don't care what the facts are. Ever. The Klansman as president. I don't care what the facts are. Ever. As president every morning. I receive an intelligence brief. From the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan as president. 
every morning. I receive an intelligence briefing from the American Nazi Party, the Klansman, as president, the Klansman, as president. I don't care what the facts are, ever. I don't care what the facts are, ever. I don't care what the facts are, ever. And the world is moving too fast to forecast with absolute certainty. And yet the morning news is often overtaken by the, the American Nazi Party. Now more than ever, you need a real hood-wearing, cross-burning Klansman. The Klansman ultimately affects you. The far right has many members in the ranks of the police. This is undoubtedly true. From the USA to Greece, among the most notable cases is the PPP who kill more black men per capita than any department in the country. But the leader of the vice squad deserves a special mention even among his fellow cops. He's caused a bit of tension if he could choose his weapon. It would most surely be a Luger. I'm talking about a marksman by the name of Captain Kruger. Though it's not just about the lawsuit back in 2003 that he attacked peaceful protesters with bug brutality. It's not just about his colleague who got tired of his shit. After years of him harassing her, he got promoted and she quit. I mean, that's stuff doesn't help, but what really makes the case is how he commemorated members of the so-called master race about his political proclivities. There's been no need to guess since he put up a plaque in honor of the Waffen SS. You can say that it's just speech. You can say that speech is free. But Captain Kruger is a Nazi. Put up a plaque, though he says that's not what he meant But I'm not sure what other messages get sent When you memorialize a man for whom mass murder was a game Who had thousands of non-Aryans killed in his name Kruger sued the city and the Nazi won Lots of money and apology, the right to keep his badge and gun But it wasn't only that he got promoted too. Ain't no problem if you want to gas blacks and gays and Jews. You can say that it's just speech. You can say that speech is free. But Captain Kruger is a Nazi. The mayor says he's sorry that he didn't read the settlement he signed. But now he's done the deed. The mayor says he's sorry. Here, have a lane for your bike. Now can we stop complaining about Mr. Third Reich? And please don't call the cop a fascist. He's sensitive about that. Just ignore the swastika on his Nazi hat. Just ignore the swastika. He's not doing too much harm. Just tell us if he starts tattooing numbers on your arm. You can say that it's just speech. You can say that speech is free but Captain Kruger is a Nazi you can say that it's just speech you can say that speech is free but Captain Kruger is a Nazi and that was David Rovix with Captain Kruger is a Nazi off of all the news that's fit to sing and uh, it is free speech, and people have the right in the United States to say what they want. Uh, but there, that that gets a little murky if you want violence and you want people to die. Uh, then you get into a little stickier situations there, as you should. 
if you incite violence and help perpetrate and help support people carry out that violence, you should face the consequences for it. Here is the rest of that list from the Southern Poverty Law Center on things that you can do to fight the racists. Number six, create an alternative. Do not attend a hate rally. Find another outlet for anger and frustration and for people's desire to do something. Hold a unity rally or parade to draw media attention away from hate. I think it can get dangerous to directly confront a hate rally, but what can be extraordinarily effective, as we saw actually today as I record this, is an alternate rally. Uh, today in Boston, a rally was held on the Boston Common, uh, ostensibly titled something like a free speech rally, um, but it was held by uh, racists. They tried to distance themselves from the uh, extreme end of the racist spectrum and, you know, just want to land in and claim that they're in the moderate end of the racist spectrum. But uh, anyway, at that rally, there are about 100 individuals that participated in that rally. But a counter rally was held. This counter rally was also on the Boston Common, something that could, could again, you know, uh, cause friction that could lead to uh, endangering people's lives. So something to be very sensitive about. The Boston police were, were very good about controlling for that. After coming out of Charlottesville, they wanted to make sure that uh, there was not a repeat of that violence, and they kept the sides well separated for the most part. Uh, but in any event, that counter-racist rally had uh, roughly about 15,000 people attend, as opposed to the 100 racist assholes that uh, attended the, the, the quote-unquote free speech rally. So way to go, Boston. Number seven, pressure leaders. Elect, uh, elected officials and other community leaders can be important allies, but some must overcome reluctance and others their own biases before they're able to take a stand. Number eight, stay engaged. Promote acceptance and address bias before another hate crime can occur. Expand your comfort zone by reaching out to people outside of your own groups. Number nine, teach acceptance. Bias is learned early, often at home. Schools can offer lessons of tolerance and acceptance. Host a diversity and inclusion day on campus. Reach out to young people who may be susceptible to hate group propaganda and prejudice. And number 10, dig deeper. Look inside yourself for biases and stereotypes. Commit to disrupting hate and intolerance at home, at school, in the workplace, and in faith communities. And here's another tune by David Rovix. This is Angry White American Man. This is off the album The Other Side. He was 46 years old. He had two parking places. He got angry if one of the residents took one of the visitor spaces. 
In the apartment complex that might provide one little clue That this middle-aged man had accomplished little that he set out to do He spewed anger at all of his neighbors And he hated religion so much Maybe that's why he moved to the Bible Belt Because hatred is such a good crutch He spewed anger about all religions With his back against the wall Why stop at hating just one of them When you could just hate them all Another angry white American man with a gun Another angry white American man He was 46 years old He didn't live among his peers Neighbors mostly younger by about 24 years Neighbors from all over Some in religious dress But what in hell the man was thinking We can only try to guess Another angry white American man With a gun Another angry white American man He was 46 years old His neighbors had a meeting last year To talk over what they might do About this man they feared he carried a loaded pistol, no telling what might inspire him to pull it out one day and Another angry white American man with a gun Another angry white American man Another angry white American man with a gun Another angry white American man This is where the party ends I can't stand here listening to you And you're racist This is where the party ends I just sit here wondering how you Stand by your racist friend I know politics for you But I feel like a hypocrite talking to you You and your racist friend
They Might Be Giants off the album Dial a Song 20 Years of They Might Be Giants. I think also originally on the album Flood. That was your racist friend with good tip there about how to deal with your racist friend. You need to confront it. You can't just sit there. You can't just let it slide. You need to say, hey, that's not right. And if that's what you think, then you can think that alone. I'm out of here. Here's another take on that from Jim's big ego here is angry white guy side of town, how it's their own damn fault, how they keep themselves down, and my wide smile became a frown, I had to slip up your trip and lay it down. 
This is a land of opportunity and not a land of charity And those who have immunity want to broaden this disparity Do you hear me clearly? You got a question about my clarity? Am I too light to be so biased? Too white for this analogy? Well the great reverend so and so I know I'm not But I recognize all the breaks that I got Cause my skin gets me in and my skin gets me by My skin helps me win and I don't have to wonder why There are some people who have to grow up so much harder than I do And if I grew up in the project things might not be so cool No matter how hard I work no matter how much I did To keep my language and color and heritage hid So you roll up your windows and pretend that you don't see them Then you lecture us all on equality and freedom How I wish a dark skin would grow all over you We see who's got the same opportunity as who All things being Fuck Off. And the next song is Alt-Right Fuck Off. And the album is The Catman Returns. And the artist is Shane Michael Vidori. (laughs) 
that was Good Night Alt-Right from the band Stray From The Path on the album Only Death Is Real. So when we fight the Nazis and white supremacists and assorted racist assholes out there, it's helpful, I think, a great deal to mock them because they are thin-skinned. One of the best protests I saw from Charlottesville was a, a person with a tuba walking along on the sidewalk while the racist marched down the street playing uh, some cartoon songs and, uh, and playing the flight of the Valkyries as a little uh, mini soundtrack to how absurd these people were out there and the absurdity of what they stood for and what they were fighting for or what they claim to be fighting for. Um, these types of things can be very effective. There's a small town in Germany where the Nazi leader Rudolf Hess was born. Chumbawamba in their song earlier sang about Hess once Hess, when Hess remained in prison. Uh, how does the lyric go? Once Hess remained in prison, then the Nazis, they were beat. Um, at least that's what the historians and the the people thought but when Hess died all the Nazis came out of the woodwork in any event this town in Germany where Nazi leader Rudolf Hess was born every year would get a right-wing activist uh, march showing up there to commemorate his birthday they had counter marches they did various things to try to deter them from doing so but what really got to them was when people organized to sponsor donations on their behalf, treating their march, the march of these racists through town, like an AIDS walk. For every meter march, there would be 10 euros donated to anti-racist organizations. People then turned it into kind of a sports event. They showed up with banners and music, and they cheered the fascists on, saying, thank you for marching for racial justice, and updated them with bullhorns, how much money they had raised when they, when they reached a certain point. Uh, and, and that then deterred them from doing this as often as they had been before. So those types of creative things, I think, can be effective in pointing out the folly and in uh, turning what's a enormous negative on its face into something less so by our alternate actions. Here is Jill Sobule off the compilation Monster Protest Jams Volume 1 with America Back. Remember the Garden of Eden Before Eve hung out with that snake You could walk down the street Not worry about thieves All the kids could go trick-or-treating Then those foreigners started coming in Like the Germans in 1790 Then the Irish arrived The potato blight Neighborhood started changing. Life was better, we lived right. Life had a paler shade of white when they say we want our America back, our America back, our America back. When they say we want our 
out and fight to take our country back. Our country! People are pouring over the borders. Pouring. Our Let's speak American. They're not sending our their best. Country. We've come to take our country back. Jill Sobuel, once again, off Monster Protest Jams, Volume 1, with America Back. And that will just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. It's up to all of us to fight the fascists in any way that we can. If you want to reach out to me, you can send me a message at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Polyrical, and you can make a donation and keep this podcast going at uh, patreon.com slash unrelated things. And finishing up this episode, here is Billy Bragg once again. This is a single that he just released. It is called The Sleep of Reason. Thanks for listening.
Like 